You're listening to From the Field, a podcast helping ministry leaders think differently, thrive personally, and lead thoughtfully. Welcome to From the Field. My name is Ryan Hughley. I'm lead pastor of Ridgeline Church in Salt Lake City, Utah, and the founder of Telio, a care and formation ministry for pastors. My name is Tyler Dravitz. I'm the executive pastor at Ridgeline, and I also lead a company called MyXP, where we provide remote support to churches around the country. Learn more at myxp.church. Nice and tight. We're off you to know a good what? start. It is not. No, I like to provide an immediate critique ex- right at right, right from the but beginning. When it's awesome, uh-huh. can it just be self gratifying no. and we move on? You know why? Because it this this approach yeah. is more reflective of who you are. For instance, you are incapable of really landing a really well timed joke without you're halfway through it and you're already giggling to yourself because you're so pleased uh-huh. with That's true. with the fact that you so I feel like and, we, if we just let it go, I feel like it's unnatural, inauthentic to who you are. What is frustrating, I'm not sure if you've noticed this at all or not, but um, over the years, uh, I have just started to notice, especially in the last like year and a half, mm-hmm. the number of things I do that are just like, oddly enough, more my mom than my dad, mm. that always drove me nuts. Like, I mean, my siblings forever have given my mom grief, my mom and then my Aunt Jean, we have given Mm -hmm. them grief about the fact that they think their jokes are so funny and (laughs) and don't even, like, if they're together, they don't even say words. They just erupt into laughter because they both have decided it's going to be so funny it's worth laughing right now. Does your mom listen to our podcast? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I mean, she would, she would, uh, this is not something I haven't said to her. Yeah. Countless. I've made fun of her on Facebook about it. Yeah. Like, her I can sister. support. I, I can support. I don't think that your mom's ever made me laugh. Yeah, yeah, she's not funny. Yeah, I mean, she's never made me cry. But well, <laughs> she's, made, she's made you cry. Yeah, yeah. welcome. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, there have been times where like uh, my my aunt will post something on Facebook and my mom comments back, and I will comment and say, "You guys are both laughing hysterically across the country from one another right yeah. now," and it's true. So and it's not funny. But there are things like that <laughs> that come up and. Sadly, yeah, that's one of them. But sometimes my things are funny. The problem oh, no, no, is no. that that is not the issue. It's your inability, yeah, to withhold your own it. like pleasure <laughs> at yeah. your own joke. And as I'd like to point out, for the <laughs> countless time, this is an audio only podcast. Yeah. And so even though you could tell I was real pleased with the fact that I just rattled that off like a boss, <laughs> I'm trying to draw us all in. This yeah. needs to we be a shared just experience. Let sleeping dogs lie. But anyway, <laughs> as we move on, all right. What do, what do you what we're we're gonna talk about meetups for a few mm-hmm. minutes and, and just just real quick yeah for for those who can't see the show notes our opening question Ryan has listed as why are you the way that you are <laughs> so, that's a great that's, office reference and it is. I don't know the answer call my mom yeah <laughs> we're we're putting a lot on your mom today I know well <laughs> it's all right should we talk about that nah, I think it's good okay. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna not gonna talk about why you are the way that you are. Mm-hmm. You pulled a uh, a card from our box. Yep. that has like random, typically stupid questions in it. Yeah, but I think this is a good one. <clears throat> All right, what is it? What would your last meal be? So you have to pick one last meal. I think. Well, 
Well, I'm yeah, more of a buffet guy, but just yeah, like what would just need to be a buffet. A, yeah, I'm going to die full. I would like a real good bottle of wine and uh, mm-hmm. a steak prepared by my wife okay. and her pesto. Ooh, that's good. With farfalle pasta. Okay. That's my favorite that it, that uh, that she does. I like it. So I think that'd be it. Would I have a dessert? I'd probably finish it off with uh, whiskey instead instead of dessert. <laughs> cool. All right. I'm 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 going to the grave a little buzzed. I think that's probably the big big <laughs> with idea. Wine and whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like it. I think that'd be my last. So let's right. uh, do. Okay, we have we have a finite amount of time today. I know okay? you got to pick up your son. So I want you to just. I know that you're going to talk about your last meal. Mm-hmm. You need to keep it reasonable. Okay. Uh, so for sure, your wife's pizza. Oh yeah, that would be a part of my meal. Um, I also love. I've just decided I love nachos and quesadillas, in all forms or fashions. So that would be like in the side plate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge. <laughs> you got fan. like a whole Super Bowl oh, party man. going. This is yeah. <laughs> Dip well. All the queso, dips? queso on the nachos, so mm-hmm. I'm good there. Okay. Um, I love twice baked potatoes. Oh gosh, mm-hmm. I love twice baked potatoes. If this was not your last meal, yeah, because of you knew you were going to die, this meal would kill you. Yeah. Based on well, everything you've just yeah. said. One time, I based on the ingredients I had in my fridge, I made chicken fajitas and twice baked potatoes. I got to tell you, mm-hmm. that wasn't a good pairing, and mm-hmm. my body didn't think mm-hmm. so either. Yeah. So it didn't work out well. But have I mean, you ever had a meal? Were you so overate you thought you might die? Yes. Um, I, I, for whatever reason, I mean, I'm not, I just eat all the foods, mm-hmm. but red meat is not my best friend. Mm. And anytime. You've had some bad steak situations. Even though the steak was delightful. Yep. Um, I don't know. It just usually comes back up. I had one Thanksgiving at Tammy's mom's house mm-hmm. that I came home. And I was like on my knees on the side of the bed because my I was having like chest pains uh-huh. that I thought my body was just it was done it was shutting That's down on awesome. me. Awesome, it was terrible. I I'm not sure I get full. I just stop eating. <laughs> <laughs> so I just feel like. Yeah, that's just kind of my situation. At some point, everyone else has left the table. Uh-huh. The food is all gone. Yeah. My plate is lit clean, and I just look around so and feel done. like, well, I guess I'm done with yeah. this meal, and we move on. Needless you just described say, like every dog's experience living in a house. Mm. Like their bowl's empty. Mm. I'll eat again when someone puts food in front of me. That's kind of your approach to food. Yeah. The problem is living alone and working hard and having a fine uh-huh. income. Uh-huh. That stop doesn't naturally mm-hmm. exist. Yeah, you can put too much food in front of yourself. Yeah. 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 Thanks, DoorDash. Anyway. <laughs> I think it's great. My wife will be, she doesn't listen to anything that I do, mm. but she would be very blessed to know that in both of our final meals, it oh, would yeah. include her For cooking. Sure. And probably a little pesto on the side, because mm-hmm. that is oh, super so good. stinking good. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, anyway. food is actually a, an, a, an appropriate starter for us, because we're right. going to talk about meetups. Ooh. And a lot of our Look Ridgeline at- meetups in, include food. Right. Got it. All right. Yes. So we, uh, for people who don't, we've, we've mentioned meetups. We've talked about meetups, even like probably in a concentrated way at yeah. a couple of different points in different episodes, but. And it's usually come though with the caveat of someday we'll, we'll do an episode yeah. of meetups. Yep. <clears throat> so today we're just going to talk a little bit about it because we've kind of been in this series of conversations about connection mm-hmm. and we are working our way toward what is probably the most connected experience one can have at our church, which yep. is our squads, totally. which we said we were going to talk about this week, but 
you had this idea. So it'll be at some point we're going to talk about squats yeah. probably next week. Yeah. <laughs> but instead there is this middle step for people that, that like people could like, you could, you could theoretically, if it lined up right from a training standpoint, you could come week one, sign up to join a training to jump into a squad the next week. Mm-hmm. But by and large, that is way too big of a step for people. That would be shocking. That would be pretty yeah. shocking. So we kind of have this middle ground that is meetups. Yep. And that's not just like, because we don't want to use the term small groups. They are um, completely different than small groups yeah. in, in their makeup, in mm-hmm. their frequency, in their form and in, in pretty much every single way. Yep. So we're just going to talk about like, well, the for, fact that they're not the worst. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that betrays your opinion about small groups, which we're going to jump into in just a second. So, so hang on one minute. So we're going to talk about basically all things meetups yep. just for a few minutes today. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's start with, since you just so, uh, we uh, have mentioned this before. Your hatred for small groups our shared yes. dis, dis, mm-hmm. dislike. Yeah. We'll just start there. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about why don't we do small groups at Ridgeline. And mm-hmm. before we jump into that, I will say like, so small groups can take, I know that like some people call it, there's missional communities and there's community groups and small life group groups. and life group and, and all of these different names. And to be fair, there are different ways that people practice small groups of people gathering together. But what we are talking about when we are getting ready to share some uh, critiques, we'll say, mm-hmm. of small groups. Observations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what we're talking about is like probably the pretty typical format of you come together with 12 people once a week. You have fellowship time, quote unquote. You have an icebreaker question, which just like – even though I guess we kind of do a form of that, the the, the small group, mm. it just makes me throw up in my mouth thinking mm. about mm. that because it's just always so awkward. And then you move into like a study time. You're doing like a some kind of like you're working through a book or a Bible study, and then you're going to have like some kind of shared accountability time and prayer. And so that kind of typical small group format, that's what we're critiquing right now, right? Yes. So let's talk about why we, other than the fact that we disdain Mm-hmm. being a part of that, why don't we do traditional small groups? All right. And my, my, I'll kick us off by okay. saying, I think the big issue is even based on like what I just described, I think that traditional small groups are trying to do too many things. Way too many. And things. I'm like super pro simplicity, Yep. like simple programming in churches, mm-hmm. like simple systems. I really, really like things to be simple. And so I think that, trying to say like, we're going to have one program that does all things. Yep. That sounds really good, but I think in my experience of it, you're all, you're just trying to force, it feels so unnatural and that yeah. you're trying to do it. It would be, it's kind of like going to a buffet. Yeah. Like I remember when the one time when you and I had made a trip down to Vegas, we don't usually mm-hmm. eat at those buffets, but that one morning we went to that, like it was the biggest buffet I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. You were Based in heaven. Request, you were in yeah. heaven and I was confused. Yeah. You, that, that's an example <laughs> of a time that you served me well. You knew Good. that I would be devastated but if what I didn't was, go to a but Vegas here's buffet. what was weird about it is like, it had like, all day, I think we were even there for breakfast, right? Yeah. So it's breakfast time, and I'm not like a huge like you'll make fun of me because like I got no, I have no problem eating a salad for breakfast. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm not like a purist when it comes to breakfast. Right. But there's like normal breakfast food. Uh huh. And then there was like, we'll just call it Asian food because I don't, yeah. I wouldn't even know what to classify it. Yeah. All kinds of different Asian I had food. Some general sows for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> then with your biscuits and gravy. Yeah. Crab and legs. Pizza. I remember there being crab legs. Mm-hmm. Pizza, for and like sure. Pizza, seafood, full, insane dessert bar. Oh, yeah. It just felt like you just, you walk through it going, this is unnatural. Mm-hmm. What all these different flavors fitting together. And that's the way that I feel about that traditional mo- uh, model of small groups. Like we're trying to put too many things together sure. that don't really fit and, and, and I'm, again, I'm pro the wanting to have like as much as possible, very simple programs, but not at the expense of trying to force things together that don't fit. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't like that. It's not good. Um, I also think, and this is something that we've, we've talked about a lot is in many, many churches, <clears throat> your first step is coming to a worship service, mm-hmm. which is going to be, um, an environment that has the most number of people. So it provides you with the maximum amount of autonomy. Yep. And it requires the least amount of commitment. Anonymity, I think you mean. What did I say? Autonomy. Oh yeah, anonymity. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. <laughs> people can't do whatever they want yeah, yeah, in yeah. our worship service. Usually, yeah. usually you're wrong about all the word stuff, mm-hmm. but in this, this case, I want right. to. I want to acknowledge that. you were right. Let's mark this time. Let's. Mark, this is it. We need to build an altar. This is sacred space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the very next step for people is we need you to get into a small group, which yeah. is going to be the least number of people, mm-hmm. so the like least amount of anonymity mm-hmm. and the highest amount of commitment. And totally. that if you don't show up to that, everybody knows because there's like 12 of you. Right. And that's just an unrealistic step for most people. And it's shockingly awkward to tell a new person, here's the address of someone maybe you met on Sunday morning or maybe you've never met before. Yep. Go to their home and and walk in and just yeah. behave as I, it, it is. I remember, you know, at our first church plant, we used to do like visits and we had like kind of some protocols because mm-hmm. like some people don't know. I remember, mm-hmm. God bless mm-hmm. them, but I remember we were at one. We used mm-hmm. to want a meal included mm-hmm. and there was a cat on the counter on mm. over the food mm-hmm. on the counter because and what's hard is like you can't criticize how people choose to live their own lives i mean that's gross and i criticize yeah, it. objectively but, yeah um but that's for them to decide because it's their home mm-hmm. what's different is that idea of hospitality mm-hmm. and and being welcome a welcoming place for everyone is just not like that's not created equal yeah um you know we'd have to point out things like light a candle because mm-hmm. you're Personal you smell is weird. Or <laughs> you're, I make, love how you refer to it as your personal smell. Well, people just like every yeah, house you walk into, it. there's like a smell. Yep. And um, that's weird. On the other end, you don't want to be potpourri house. Yeah. You know, did you change the toilet paper? Do people mm-hmm. know where to find? I mean, there's just so many. It's complicated and yep. the worst. And I do find that, the, that uh, and this is probably an unfair generalization, but uh-huh. I have at least... Anecdotally, this has been my experience. Yeah. The people who are the quickest to open their home mm-hmm. to like yes. 12 randos tend to be very, I'll call them laid back people. Yes. Meaning they're the type of people that are like okay with cats crawling over their dinner. Totally. And and all the other things that you already mentioned. Yeah. Which again, God bless. Cause like, I mean, in our house, I mean, my, my wife wants like at least a week's notice before yeah. we have somebody over. Cause we're super anal about that. Right. And so, yeah, it's just yeah. hard to try to make those two things work together. I just want to throw out there. If you believe the gift of hospitality means you're willing to open your home. Yeah. You got to do some more work. Yeah. That is not it. That's a good mm-hmm. word. I like that. That's good. 
Yeah, your mic's affixed to the wall. Otherwise, you should have dropped it. Mm-hmm. I liked that. I'm going to figure it out. So it's an unrealistic next step for most people. Yeah, it's right? just too, it's too, yeah, way too invasive. Way, it's too much. It's yep. too much. And then lastly, you know, we were having this conversation about our squads even just yeah. a, a minute ago. I think a weekly commitment is way too much for most people, including me. Yeah. Right? I, the idea that like Wednesdays are just forever taken mm-hmm. up makes me want to die a slow death. And you know, I'm, I, I like, I think that's interesting because you and I both grew up in the church. Yep. And so we both grew up in environments where it was very, very normal to do Sunday morning church, mm-hmm. potentially even Sunday night service. Absolutely. And then for sure, Wednesday night Absolutely. was like Bible then study for adults maybe, and then youth oh, yeah. group. Mm-hmm. And so do you have any theory about why the idea of that feels so much more oppressive now? Uh, I mean, I just think in general, the idea of, I mean, that even in a personal setting, anything, I just don't like a recurring commitment in that way. My theory is we're way busier. Than when we were kids. To, well, that culture. So. Well, no, 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 no. I, I mean, oh, even even the, for our parents, like that culture. World, yeah. We move at a pace that is so much more totally than thirty years ago. Yeah, and I think that. I mean, as we've shared, I know we're both you know different levels of introverted, mm-hmm. and that's a draw. Mm-hmm. No matter what, like even if it's a good thing, mm-hmm. it's a draw. Mm-hmm. And the idea that every Wednesday until the Lord returns. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to be drawing. I just, I mean, it. Li- I just want to cry right now. Yeah. It's, in, it's, I it's overwhelming. You're yeah. not, not yet. No, we'll see. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the, I mean, that's just a brief overview of why mm-hmm. we don't, we don't do small groups yep. in the traditional way. So instead we do meetups. Yes, sir. And we, that is a very broad term mm-hmm. that we use to basically capture. It's like a junk drawer term yeah. and you can put a myriad of different types of events yep. in that drawer yep. and that all counts as a meetup. People getting together to do something yes. at Ridgeline is a meetup. And our intent mm-hmm. in it is it's any event that provides a first step toward friendship. Yeah. So again, like our, our goal, when we think about what it is for someone to be fully connected, we are, uh, I've been doing this series called Position for Change all through the fall, mm-hmm. and I think it'll probably continue into next year. Yeah. Um, but basically, we're trying to help people get moved into three positions that we believe provide, uh, that position us to experience transforming relationship with Jesus. Yep. So weekly worship, formative friendship, and then uh, sitting with God. Those mm-hmm. are the three things we're trying to help people in our church learn. And so formative friendship, the the purest, most, I think, important form that that takes at our church is squads. Yep. That's where we're trying to move people toward. But again, yep. we think it's an unrealistic step to totally. have people go from, and squads it, in our world are like th- ideally three to four people. So it's yeah. like, there's no hiding no. in a squad at no. all. So that's just way, 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 way too much. So yeah. we have all of these middle ring events yep. that just provide any step for people to hang out, build relationship, get to know one another. And they take like, so give us a rundown. You you spend the most time probably between mm-hmm. the two of us with squads. Give me a list with of examples. Yeah, with meetups, yeah. yeah. Give me a list of examples of types of meetups that we have. Yeah, I mean, so a couple of things. One, we make it really clear that anyone who attends Ridgeline can go to a meetup, and anyone who attends Ridgeline can come to a meetup mm-hmm. or can host a meetup. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And we really, like, as I do the announcements, I work hard to, like, you know, it's sort of like seeding the tip jar. I try to throw out ideas. Mm -hmm. And I'm just amazed at the ideas that come up. And so right now on our meetup calendar, we just had, like, a guy's chat around a fire. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had uh, one of the things I host regularly as a a, a movie meetup. And so, you know, that's an option for people. What's the last movie you guys saw? Um, well, we were going to go to Venom this weekend, mm-hmm. but uh, nobody signed up. And I wasn't really in the mood, so I canceled mm. it mid So you haven't seen it? No. Uh-huh. I am curious about no. that. Okay. Uh, so that... Uh, Sunday night movie night. Yeah. That's what you do. Yep. Movie club. We've got... Uh, I mean, we've had people go to a shooting range. We had one guy want to cha- teach people how to change the oil in their cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had uh, wine nights. Mm-hmm. We've had brunch meetup. We had fancy dinner meetup for a while that was like a spot for eight people to just go out to dinner together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had Twilight meetups. Mm. Uh, your wife's My wife. a big fan, of, big fan of Twilight meetups. Twilight night, yeah. Um, we've had I do game beer and nights, book club. Beer and book club, mm-hmm. game nights. We've got a, can- a Christmas candle making meetup coming up. Hmm. Uh, I mean, we have, <laughs> it's got like a bunch of people Does attending. It really? Yeah. We've got people like playdates at the park. That's one this week. I mean, uh, anything that someone has an interest in mm-hmm. that they would like other people to come and join them at yep. is a meetup. And I don't care what it is. I yep. like even as you sit and listen to this, there's probably a lot of things that come to your mind. Yep, that can be branded as a meetup because it's yep. people getting together to do something. Yeah, and really, all we're trying to do. If you think back to our vital few, uh, we view our commitment to create environments in which people can uh, the, connect. these people yep. can connect and build these friendships. And so I don't believe that movie club is going to save anyone. Mm-hmm. And what I know is r- on the regular, we have people who are brand new to the church decide, yeah. Oh, I'll go I want to see that movie. And yeah. I was maybe going to go alone. And now I have people to go with. And it's not about the movie. Mm-hmm. It's about the little bit of conversation before and after, and just getting to know some people. And no, I don't turn it into a theology dissertation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes at the end of the movie, we think that sucks. And we all go home. <laughs> right. And sometimes we sit and chat in the parking lot for 15 minutes. Yeah. And it's those types of things. But what I know is the people who have attended a movie club meet up with me. I am closer to at our church than those who haven't. You mm-hmm. want to know why? Cause I spent time, with them outside Mm -hmm. of the hustle bustle of mobile church. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was even uh, reworking my way through our prayer requests today Mm -hmm. and it's always very sobering to me that every week we have at least one, if not, I mean, typically probably multiple this week, multiple that mention loneliness. Yep. And I think that, I think that as, uh, and I want to be, um, I think generous and fair because I really feel this and I understand that as well. I think as ministry leaders, everybody has like multiple balls in the air mm-hmm. and we're in a wearied season in general. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so we want to be able to go, all right, listen, I know you're lonely. So come to church on Sunday and then get in a small group. Yeah. And and I think the motive behind that is <laughs> like, it's just much harder yeah. to really build relationship. It takes right. more work. Yep. People are way more complicated. Yep. And again, like this is the job. Our job is to help people experience these like deep, meaningful relationships in our churches. And yep. it's too simplistic to say, come to church and then join a small group. Sure. Because I guarantee you, you have a huge percentage of people in your church who are not doing that. Right. If they're new, for sure. 
Absolutely. And they, and they just don't know, how, like, because part of the problem, as you mentioned, with small groups doing so many different things, is typically there's so much programming to what's mm-hmm. happening. There's mm-hmm. no chance to really connect with people. You know, maybe you have a food portion and that, or like an appetizer or something mm-hmm. like that. And that's like 10 minutes. And then it's like, all right, let's get to our lesson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think sharing answers out of the back of a book mm-hmm. um, necessarily automatically connects you to people. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of times it doesn't because it's more like a class mm-hmm. than it is an opportunity to like, you know, have a shared experience over something we both enjoy doing, or maybe you enjoy doing, and I'm curious about. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I think that this is something thing that we have been, I feel like, working towards for years. Mm-hmm. And I really think, uh, like, uh, you know, it has taken a long time, and I think we're still working on getting that engine turned over mm-hmm. post-COVID. But prior to, I mean, and any given month, you'd have 15 to 20 options. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was awesome to see all of the, you know, and some some meetups would have two people and some mm-hmm. meetups would have 30 people and who cares? It didn't matter because yeah. it was all about the opportunity to, as long as it wasn't just you, mm-hmm. it was an opportunity to connect with someone. Yeah. And I think that's what we're looking for. Yeah. And so basically what we have chosen to do is we've chosen to separate these two components that most people try to force together into yeah. small groups, which is, I don't, I don't, we don't use the term fellowship really, but, mm-hmm. but to use like traditional church language, yeah. like most small groups are trying to force together <clears throat> fellowship, mm-hmm. which is just like, like fun, natural hanging yeah. out, even though it's usually not very natural. Yeah. And then this sort of meaningful conversation and those two things don't always go together great. So we've separated them. We just said, hey, meetups are going to be super natural, not supernatural, <laughs> just very, we very. Do, we do magic. Yeah, we do magic. Mm-hmm. Very natural mm-hmm. in events and environments for people to just hang out and get to know one another in. Absolutely. And then our squads, which are basically everyone choosing to live in the open together. So very openly, talk as we'll talk about in the coming weeks, very openly talking about what's going on inside of us. Yep. What are, what's, where is God moving? Where do we not see him moving? Our fears, our doubts, but very intense, invasive conversations, I would say. And, but we're not trying to force those two things together. Sure. Because they don't fit together very well. No, because sometimes, um, like, it's a good thing for me to share all of those, Mm -hmm. like, deep things Mm -hmm. and other times i mean we have one coming up that the girl who submitted it called it a hound around and all the requirement is is we're going to go for a walk with our dogs and if you don't have a dog you can still come and go for a walk so we have people signing up to go for a walk Mm -hmm. and you know what like maybe i've had a long day i want to be around some other people not really looking at like bearing my soul but i can go for a walk Mm -hmm. also hound around is a solid name right yes you did a good job that's impressive yep all right, so let's talk about, real briefly, we'll go back mm-hmm. and forth on these, okay? Yeah. Let's talk about the benefits cool. to meetups. Yep. Build, building our case for this is why we do this. All, like all stardust. Great. And uh, the first one is that they can be hosted by anyone. That's what I think is really awesome is, you know, you, you do say in the announcements every single week, anyone who attends Ridgeline can both attend and or host uh, a meetup. Yep. So I think the big thing is we, we don't plan all the meetups and it, when our when our meetup calendar is low, it's because people have right. not. So so we put the pressure, for lack of better yeah. terms, back on the people of our church. Totally. To say, hey, let's create these opportunities yeah. for us to connect. For sure. Yeah. And I think even this week we got one. Uh, Somebody is looking at hosting a, so we've got our ministry center here mm-hmm. and they're going to host a white elephant gift exchange in December 
here at our ministry center. So awesome. I love that. I have, I have what, you know, the thing, the thing I love most about not to like derail us. I love when meetups come through that I would rather die than attend. Yeah. That's one. I yeah. love, that's one. I have no desire yeah. to go to anything white elephant ever. I think in the, tra- I, I think I'm a fun, like well, you've been friends with me for a long mm-hmm. time. We enjoy hanging out together. Yeah, we do. I think I'm a fun, fun, like fun hang. We're a fun yeah. hang. Yeah, yeah. I don't like like fun things. Right, yeah. Isn't that... That are, like, designed to be to fun? To be fun. I yeah. don't like... Don't prescribe my fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if it happens, it'll happen accidentally. Right. Back off. I don't like my fun prescribed. Uh-huh. But I love that people want to come together and do that. Me too. I, I, oh, I, I guarantee to go, you that one will sell out. It'll be great, yeah. Not by me, but somebody else. All yeah, right. absolutely. So they can be hosted by anyone. What else? Yep. Uh, they provide ample opportunity for connection. Yeah. And I think uh, sometimes it's a little more limited, like a movie, because mm-hmm. you shouldn't talk during the movies. Yeah. Um, and other times it's all about like just a fun shared experience. We have uh, a couple guys who, uh, one guy started a like run in the morning meetup and mm-hmm. <laughs> talk about one you're not going to go to. Mm-hmm. Boop, boop. That was me for sure. Yeah. But we still have couple guys in the church that like that meetup isn't ongoing necessarily. And they're still running together mm-hmm. and they have a really deep friendship. You want to know why? Cause they started running together. Mm-hmm. So all of you who that uh, one actually developed into a squad. Absolutely. Which is awesome. Yeah. And so everyone who's listening to this and wants to air quote and use the term affinity group, mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, uh, your church is missing meetups. Yeah. You, uh, like there is something missing that allows people to actually connect and mm-hmm. do some things um, in a way that the church can support in a very minor way. We'll talk about that as an option, but this gives people the opportunity to know each other. I know uh, we had we had some like outdoors things and it turned into some buddies going fly fishing. And mm-hmm. the, I mean, I love when I see posts on social of people in our church doing something that I didn't have to do. I think the criticism of the affinity group thing is like, well, you're just making it easy for people to connect around their, around their interests. My, my thing would be like, yeah. And relationships are so (laughs) freaking hard. 900% of the time. (sighs) If we have two hours where we get to connect around the fact that we both like star Wars, who cares? Right. Cause being married's hard. Being friends is hard. Being a part of a family's hard. Being mm-hmm. like, there's plenty of hard just naturally baked in totally. to life and relationship that to give people an opportunity to connect over a shared interest. I'm sorry, but that's just not. There's yep. nothing wrong with that. Totally. Um, thirdly, uh, they to come back to this point, they do connect people around a common interest. I think that the common interest, the affinity thing, does provide. A, like the running group is a great example that mm-hmm. did develop into a squad yeah. and that started out of a shared interest. Right. And so I think this, like, I don't, I don't know exactly what drives it. There's like, I think there's some fear and insecurity and I'm not being a good pastor if I'm not forcing people into these environments, but just actually stepping back, taking a breath and believing that the spirit of God is faithful mm-hmm. to shepherd us into the sure. relationships that we need allows us the freedom to just like give people a minute to step into those relationships. Yep. So <clears throat> I think that common interest can be a really, really great step for that. Totally. Uh, I think they're also low commitment. Yeah. Uh, so as we were talking about earlier, there's no recurring. I mean, we have had a few, we've had like a Bible study meetup and some different things, but recurring for like maybe six weeks mm-hmm. um, in general, it doesn't own your whole life. And yeah. even, even for me, 
Um, it used to be called Sunday Night Movie Club, and I got tired of it just being on Sunday nights. I got tired of the idea that that was like always, and so now it's just Movie Club because mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I want to go to a movie on a Tuesday, right? Um, or whatever the case might be. And I think that uh, all we're looking for is people to come. And I think um, I've had some like regular characters on at my movie meetup, and it genuinely like be, because it's my meetup, I get to pick the movie, mm-hmm. and I get all kinds of input, mm-hmm. and I don't care. I'm going to go to the, yeah, like, as a matter of fact, this <laughs> last week, it was Eternals. We ended up going to Eternals on Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, which was terrible, by the it way. It sucked. Get me oh, gosh, so bad. And so as a result, you couldn't have paid me money yeah, to go to again. Go again. Oh, heck and no. so I just, I had even, like, sent out a text message about it and everything. I pivoted and changed it to Venom. I had some people reach out, and they're like, do you know that Venom and Eternals aren't the same movie? I'm mm-hmm. like, I know, and I'm not going to Eternals. And then I had some people that were interested. They backed out. So then I canceled the whole thing and it's all fine. Mm-hmm. Want to know why? Low commitment. Yeah. And it doesn't happen all the time. I think if that were every meetup, they would be totally useless. But in this case, I get to decide. I decided. And some people come, some people don't come. Maybe some people don't feel comfortable with the movie. I mean, I'm certainly like, we're not going to strip tease or anything like that, but mm-hmm. uh, it's not like it's only a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of theaters uh, still showing strip tease. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Movie came out like 97. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only like mainstream movie I can think of. <laughs> oh gosh. Whatever. No, I, I do think that the low commit, I think especially right now <clears throat> that low commitment, I don't know. I just think we need to like pick our battles on yeah. the commitment thing. I think yeah. post COVID it's still, it's still hard for a lot of people to like, it's still a huge step. We have people coming on Sunday. It's still a big step for them to come to a larger corporate gathering. Yeah. Um, just period yeah. after like Being around people. Yeah, yeah. After 18 months or 19 months of we're not, not doing that. And they're still fair, you know, differing degrees of fear that people feel around the whole thing. So I think low commitment is a win. Why don't you give us the last one? Yeah. And then the last one is uh, they don't require much church staff involvement or oversight. And so I'm going to like flip this. I didn't tell you that, but I'm going to flip this into like some practical things. So if you hear this and you're like, I want to do some meetups, what Mm -hmm. do you need to do? You need to come up with a form, a form to have people sign up for meetups that ask, when is it? Mm-hmm. What do need people need to bring? All the basic Where is it? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, like just like any form would be. Uh, get some of the details. We even have people upload an image so it can go on to our registrations page and all of those kind of things. But uh, that's it. And and as a matter of fact, uh, you don't do it. I don't do it. We mm-hmm. actually have someone else in the church who just helps out. She receives those intake forms and like populates it. It maybe takes her five minutes per meetup mm-hmm. at the most if she like napped for three minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it's posted and mm-hmm. everyone in the church center app knows exactly where to find them. And we don't collect money for it. Mm-hmm. We don't, you know, here's a great example. There was a Lauren Daigle concert um, that got canceled because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And it was a whole ordeal. And they, yeah. you, there was like a limit to the number of tickets you could buy. So we had like four people organizing the meetup. Here's what I know. I got my money back. Every once in a while, somebody says, they're like, did I ever get a refund for that? And my response every time is, oh, I don't know. We didn't have anything to do with that. I posted it, but otherwise, whoever you gave the money to, I would reach out to them if you're not sure, and they might be able to remind you. Yep. Why? Because we didn't have anything to do with it, and I don't care. Right. And I, I, I trust that no one who calls Ridgeline home stole people's money, but right. that's between them and Jesus and that person. Yep. So I just I love that. And so what you need to do is you need to have a form. 
You need to make it clear to people mm-hmm. um, where the signups, like where meetups are hosted. Mm-hmm. Uh, for us, we use planning center res- reg- registrations and we just make a meetup category. So it's easy to like click on and see all the upcoming meetups. And then that's it. It's mm-hmm. sort of like the Ron Co, like Ron Popeil, set it and forget it. The mm-hmm. infomercial guy. Yeah. Uh, what I love is that uh, we make sure that people know that there are meetups and then we allow them to attend. And I think what I do is like we let people use the ministry center. We let people use the ministry center for anything. And mm-hmm. so I make sure they have a key mm-hmm. and I make sure they know how to turn on the heat. Yep. And otherwise, I mean, here's a great example of the fact that they don't require much staff involvement or oversight. How many the ones that you haven't hosted, how many meetups have you attended? Zero. Really? I wasn't, I didn't think it was many. I didn't no. know it was zero. And I go to the ones that really interest me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think when we first launched them, I probably went to a few that did not interest me because I was a little like anxious about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But now, like, I don't know. I mean, I know that a whole bunch of girls came and did Twilight Meetup this last week, mm-hmm. and I think it went fine. It's and, called Twilight. Okay. Oh, Show gosh, some respect. Twilight. Yeah. Sure. Okay. But I do. I just. I do. Yeah. To, I mean, I. I do too many things in my life. I don't. I don't really want to do. I'm not. No. I'm not going to meetups. I don't want to go. Oh to. yeah. I mean, I love the heart of the person who wanted to teach people to change their oil. You know, you can get your oil changed for like twenty five bucks. Yeah. There's no chance I'm going to get dirty for for twenty five bucks. No There's just no chance that I'm going to be like yeah. on the ground. First of all. <laughs> I don't like to get on the ground ever. Just that's my rule. It's too hard getting up. It's too hard getting up. <laughs> and so you want me to get on the ground and dirty? Yeah, that's a deal no, breaker. No, boo. Yep. I'm going to pay Jiffy Lube every time. Yeah. I'll find a coupon. It'll be like $19.99 <laughs> then. That's money but well spent. I think the people who went liked it. Yeah. Um, and there have been a lot of those where I, I look at it and I'm like, that sounds horrible. And usually the ones that I'm like, ooh, this one's going to be packed aren't mm-hmm. and the ones i'm like you couldn't pay me money yeah everyone wants to go to yeah what that means is that we're all created differently and i love that you love that mm-hmm. and i don't want to plan it mm-hmm. i don't want to talk to you about it and i don't want to be there yeah <laughs> and i don't have to with meetups it's great yeah it is great and we've just seen the way that it is had it, that it has really helped people connect mm-hmm. and you know for anyone you know i mean you and i are both very Critic, critically thinking and critical people. Mm-hmm. So I guarantee there's people listening that are would be critical of this model, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I would just say like don't don't critique what you have not tried, and think was that a how's your tin bucket over there full of ice water <laughs> that the whole world just heard you drink out of so loud? I tried to drink it very softly, but into your into your mic. What don't you don't, understand about? Can we move on? Let's right. move well, on. I move feel on. like we're done. Uh, we are pretty much. This is this is the end. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> you 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 brought us to a real strong halt with your really loud drink. Well, I'm gonna host a meetup of loud drinkers, <laughs> and we're gonna really enjoy each other's coming. We won't be able to hear a thing anyone says, but <laughs> all right. Anyway. So next week, yes, we will talk about squads. We're gonna talk about squads, maybe for at least a week, unless you come up with something harebrained that you want to talk about. This is not harebrained. This is. No, this it's been, it's good, and it and it, I appreciate so it follow, it. There's the there's a linear process to how we do connection. Yeah. Yep, and this is a very critical step in the midst of it. Totally. that I do think is good to talk about. Yep. So if uh, if people have questions about meetups, mm-hmm. I would say they could even uh, email us. Let's say that. Okay? Sure. Email you or me. I'm yeah. Ryan at Ridgeline Church, and I'm Tyler at myxp myxp.church. That's good. I like that email. So, uh, yeah, so 
that's everything that we have to say today about meetups. I'm all done. <laughs> You're going to go into the spiel about the reviews. Here, we gave people like a, a spiel the last time. Yeah. We had one guy that we don't know. We yeah. have people that we know listen to this. Uh-huh. Do a review, can Brienne. Like for crying out loud. They've never given a review. Nope. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Zach has done one. We're good. Thanks, but- Zach. Is it sincere or was it mean? Well, he said that he's the missing ingredient from the podcast. Oh, so yeah. it's because he's handsome. Well, here we go. <laughs> I I would just say to the yeah. K and Brienne out there uh-huh. that that have listened to every episode mm-hmm. but have not filled out a review. Mm-hmm. I don't use this word lightly. Shame on you! Wow. Yeah, shame That's on right. you. That's right. I agree. You don't listen to another episode until you, you take dare. the time to at least click the freaking stars. Yeah. You don't even have to leave a review. Stars. Just at least give us some stars. But I wouldn't mind a review. Yeah, we'll take no, it. Can no. you review on everything? Like, so I know you can on like Apple Podcasts. Can you I do don't on... know the answer because I have no <laughs> other things. <laughs> I don't even know if you can on Spotify. I don't know if you can on anything else. I don't think you can on Spotify. Google Play, I'm not sure. Every time somebody has an Android, I just think, droid. <laughs> it's like, I just can't do it. <laughs> All right, well, we'll skip the spiel. So... <laughs> If if you would subscribe where you listen, leave us a review. We'd yeah. appreciate it. You can also connect with us on social media. In addition to our emails that we just gave you, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can find me at, at Ryan Hughley. That's H-U-G-U-L-E-Y. And you can find me on the same platforms at, at Tyler Dravitz. That's D-R-E-W-I-T-Z. We appreciate you listening, and we will see you next time. See ya. That's it. <laughs> See ya. See ya.